Welcome, welcome. We are at the Postmasters Basic August. Time flies. Welcome to the now space. Welcome, welcome. We have more of the Postmasters and citizens of the world chiming in here on our chat. Chat is open if you want to ask queries. And yes, yeah, someone, yeah, said, someone said someone said that they are from Australia and they're sure it's probably early there. I think it's early or maybe it's late. So welcome. If you would like to type in your query now, that'd be great. And then we can, ooh, we got some thumbs up in that chat. Sweet. Welcome claimants. Yes. Welcome from Australia. Crazy times. Hello, hello for the hello. All right. So I'm going to welcome on Jessica and she's going to say a few words and we're going to just have a casual pool conversation today because we are all here. Um, we're just kind of sitting in one of the hotel rooms and we're, um, the pool is pretty incredible. We'll try to send a picture of that later, but uh, we are inside where it's a little quieter and uh, we're just going to have some casual pool talk today. So Jessica, do you want to just fill us in? How are you and what is going on in your now space? Greetings. Thank you, Rachel. It's an honor to be here with everyone. I'm excited to sharpen my quantum grammar skills because if I get sharper, everybody else gets sharper. Um, learning about um, the quantum grammar um, chief as well as some other technology in the venue to help me continue with my sovereign journey. So it's an honor to be here. I encourage everyone to um, take a look at the for the claim of the life.com website. If you're not a claimant, there's a public FAQ section for you loaded with knowledge. It gets updated frequently. So if you do have questions, um, or if you have family members, friends asking you if, if their talking heads are legitimate or if they're pirates, there's um, lastflagstanding.com and we have links um, there for the pirates and void of the authorization. So a lot of great knowledge on both of those websites. And we will share updates from the workshop this weekend. Um, let us know if you have any questions. Hello, colon, Philip hyphen, James, colon, Russell. I was in Dublin in 2019. Um, I went to Castle Connell and um, County Clare and had a wonderful time. Some of the best food I've ever had um, in Dublin. It was it was wonderful. So, cheers to you. It's good to see you in here. All right, Jessica. Now, thanks, Jess. Uh, let's hear from a special guest. He runs the Postmasters study group main channel calls, and we are going to welcome him here today because he doesn't get a chance to come on Postmasters Basic yet, but we're really excited to have him because he's full of knowledge and he's like the rest of us. We're all just soaking in all of the knowledge and learning, learning, learning. And he is definitely one of those people. Um, he is with us here and we're so excited to get to 
see him face to face. And um, his name is, like I had said before, Colin Marcus hyphen Christopher Colin Kirkland. And I'm just um, always thrilled to know this man and uh, postmaster uh, helping the world. Uh, and so why don't you say hello, Marcus, and tune in with what is going on in your now space. Hello, Marcus. Touche. <laughs> 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 Greetings, everyone. Boy, it is a real pleasure to be here in amongst these fellow postmasters. First time I've been in their company face to face. This has been an exciting journey ever since I've known I was coming here. And uh, hopefully I can share some of the uh, excitement that uh, that uh, I'm feeling and uh, hopefully we can meet face to face uh, sometime in the future all of you who are unable to make it here today so hopefully we'll we're going to learn a lot of good knowledge this weekend uh, and um, I'm just going to get off the soapbox I'm just <laughs> not going to think of more th things to say but uh, i'm just excited i'm happy to be here and uh, cheers to the future everyone thanks for that marcus i i was wondering if you could just tell us a little bit about your journey it's maybe something we haven't heard from you before time to th talk about vulnerable and see if you could share any stories or anything that you want to share about uh kind of your uh your recovery of the venue because you've you've known about chief and you've known about this venue for a long time and you've kind of also got to see it evolve or evolve as we say so why don't you um give us why don't you just give us a little background all right a little background is this the one here yeah okay hopefully everyone's hearing me okay well, I, I tell you a little story I heard recently. I just came across a, a video someone had posted, and it it um, is related to the uh, people coming out of Egypt story. And it went something a little like this: um, as the story goes, uh, the Israelites came out of Egypt, and they were prepared for battle and anything else that that would come along through this journey. And it was said that one of the, the travelers had asked the higher power as to um, uh, why did you prepare us for all this battle and um, preparation for a long journey uh, when at that point in time they had found out that it could have been just a short journey. And the answer that came back was that if I would have given you the short journey and you would have been met with some trial or tribulation, you would have just turned back around and went right back into the slavery position you were in. So um, I didn't give that to you. I just let you go ahead and, and experience the, the trials and tribulations and the battles that you uh, happen to come in contact with along the way. And therefore, when you reach the end, you were more prepared, more accepting, and more appreciative of all that came with that. So I, I, I kind of related that to my journey. It's been a, a long journey for me. It's been 16 years, actually, uh, from the beginning of leaving the fiction world and finding myself going through this, this tunnel, um, looking for the light at the end of the tunnel. 
and it got to a point to where uh, I was at the point of no return. You know, either I was going to find answers, I was committed. And, um, and with that commitment and determination, I started seeing the light. And just about five years ago, uh, actually August 16th, 2019th is my birthday, my new birthday, because that's when I became a claim of the life uh, claimant. Um, but um, prior to that, it's about, probably about two years prior to that, when I came across uh, the quantum grammar knowledge and started studying, and that was the light at the end of the tunnel. So I am out, I'm in the light, it's sunny, and I am so blessed to be here. And I, that's my story. Because um, if it had been a short journey, I'd probably be right back in the fiction world. But because I decided to take the long journey, there's no turning back and blessings for not being able to do that. So that's it, everyone. My story. His story. How does Chief call it? His story. Or his now space. <laughs> So uh, I love the analogies, the stories. I love story time. This is like pool time, story time. So I'm going to give a little story too. This is Colin Rachel, hyphen Dara, Colin Prince. And my story is, uh, this is something that I did not give closure on the last time I was on the call. And the question that one of the claimants asked was this. Uh, they or someone in the chat had asked on it was on a postmaster basic when Jessica was uh, interviewing me about last flag standing the documentary I had done and uh, someone had asked you know what did you do Rachel to vet this and vet the chief when before you did the documentary what did you do and you know my answer was was very basic and I was just uh, at the time I was thinking you know well yeah I mean I just I knew what truth was and I felt it in every ounce of of you know every piece of being that I am it just knew the truth and so that that was very um, easy for me to to comprehend and as the facts kept I see I obviously got to see the facts in in the flesh uh, with chief there showing me his evidences and learning what evidence is that's something else is and I think a lot of of you guys out there postmasters have been learning this as well is that um, what we once thought was evidence uh, of uh, and performances with our filing stamps and our uh, continuance of the evidence with our paperwork and so on and so forth it it didn't really mean that much to us at first but now we get it now we comprehend what that means why that's important why that's crucial and what that does for us and how that helps us keep steering the path and opening doors for us at, along this journey the 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 interesting piece here is that um, when I started this, and of course I had started seeing all of Chief's evidences, I didn't really comprehend it. You know, I saw paperwork coming back from the Vatican stamped. I saw paper coming from paperwork coming from, you know, Brazilian stock markets and calling, you know, from the Navy and all these places addressing him as Commander in Chief or giving him specific titles that, you know, I mean, unless you know, they don't mess around. They're not. They don't mess around with that stuff. They don't mess around with labeling, putting labels. Uh, on their paperwork, uh, you know, with, uh, with, with, with who they're addressing to when they don't mean it. Okay. So that's the first thing we all have to comprehend. So the, 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 what I see going on out there is this little side note is you see some people doing videos and saying, this isn't, you know, you got this one lawyer doing videos on the chief saying, oh, well, this, this isn't, 
evidence or this isn't what is he saying this is this is silly and you know what he, he doesn't know what he's talking about he doesn't know what he he he's he's um gaslighting the public because they don't know um you know what evidence looks like they've never met most of them have never been in a courtroom fighting anything you know maybe a traffic ticket or two but um a name change or something a, a divorce or something like that but um they don't really comprehend how to navigate and the mechanics of what's going on behind the scenes with the courtrooms, the, the clerks, uh, the filing stamps, the continuance of the evidence, and the lawyers sure as heck aren't going to tell you. Okay. So, but that being said, what I didn't say when this claimant uh, or person on the postmaster's basic asked me, they said, you know, how did you know, you know, what this, you know, what, what was your proof? What was your evidence? You know, what, so besides just seeing chief stuff, I, I, I didn't have any of my own until, and I say until because it took a while, but I finally, um, after a year in the venue, got uh, about a, two years ago, I got evidence. I got my own evidence. I had my own performances. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about these. And it was it was fascinating what happened. And I saw the fraud, but I got to saw the fraud within my own performances of of um, you know, and how to stay out of that courtroom, um, which, you know, was a terrifying process. Um, but watching the fraud and seeing the racket, and I'm going to go into it a little bit and seeing the, the, the sham that they're playing on, on all the people that was incredible. So what had happened was I have an Airbnb company and, um, at the time it was pretty successful. We had, uh, a linens company. We needed the linens company to do all the linens, for the, uh, the properties that we had. And during COVID or the, the pandemic, when that happened, when that went down, um, there was a, uh, a kind of a, a halt on all hospitality. Obviously everything got shut down, right? Especially with the Airbnb industry. So we just kind of slowed down our linens. We didn't need the linens and towels and, and sheets as much. So we kind of slowed that down. And it was a good thing too, because the company that we were, that was working for us was actually not performing very well. They would give us lots of sheets that were ripped and torn and we were just getting really tired of it. And it kind of took us this time to slow down to say, oh, well, let's do something about it. And I, and I, I think that this is probably the same time that everybody else had that same chance with things that they saw in their life where they're like, wait, this isn't working. So let's, let's revisit this. So that was one of those times for us. We're like, this linens company is giving us torn sheets, holes in the sheets. Uh, we're, you know, they don't deliver on time. They don't pick up on time. And it was problematic. And we had sent many pictures and emails going back and forth with them, trying to get it corrected um, to no avail. Well, what had happened was um, I said, look, you know, we're, we're going to terminate this contract because of lack of performance. You guys just aren't delivering what you say you are. And so I terminated the contract. I, I said, get yourself out of our, our storage locker within, you know, however many days. And they complied and they did, and they, they never looked back and neither did we. And then about six months later, I got something in the mail. Some, and you guys probably have had this happen too. Something goes away, goes bye-bye, and then all of a sudden something shows up in the mail. And um, if you're lucky, it shows up in the mail and not at your door. But I got something in the mail and it came from the Ohio courts. And the lawyer told, said that they were suing, the, the linens company was suing me for breach of contract. Now, 
they wanted damages. And of course the lawyer wanted his fair cut too. So at that time I was like, uh, it was a lot of money. Um, and almost like 20 K. And I said, you know, um, this is ridiculous. I have a, you know, I, I, I ended up getting an, an affidavit that my cleaner had, it was a professional cleaner and said, this was, you know, this company is not legit. They are not performing. This is ridiculous. They, the sheets were awful. We had evidence, we had pictures, we had all our Gmails, everything that we had sent into the company to perform and they didn't. Well, we sent that into the lawyer and we said, look, you know, um, why would this company not not perform and not want to break, you know, try to charge me for breaking contract when they're not performing on it. Um, next thing you know, I get the court case because the lawyer tried to collect first before they took it to court. Uh, and so the, the law firm was in Ohio. Next thing you know, I get the paperwork from the court. They didn't care. They didn't care about, you know, that because they knew that if I, they took me to court, I'd probably lose anyway. And they get me for all that money. Well, so then the courts sent me their paperwork and I'm not going to go into all the details of what happens. And as chief says, the courts are a chameleon and the fiction is a chameleon and it will change and it will, it will definitely, um, you will have to know what to do when the time is right. And that's why it's good to come to all these workshops. So you know what to do when the time is right and keep learning. But I will say this, of course, chief was there and I had some help from him, but what I, from what I saw when that happened was incredible not only were, so I was, the one thing I was re getting ready to do was syntax everything they sent me. Syntaxing is a vital uh, process in, in when you're dealing with um, the fiction. You've got to know how to, to handle them. And it's, it's a basic tool uh, for every postmaster claimant. That's something you should just know, right? Well, the, uh, I was getting ready to syntax all their paperwork. And um, what I noticed was what was really interesting was they were doing some funny little things on that paperwork. And I'm not going to give away that secret this time. You guys are just going to have to keep tuning in and maybe at the right time, I'll, I'll think about giving away those secrets. But that being said, I did uh, a chief and I were looking at the paperwork and they had some anomalies in that paperwork, which led me to not have to syntax, you know, all 30 pages and I, cause I know people, I know postmasters that are syntaxing 200 pages and this and that. And sometimes that is warranted and sometimes you need to do that. Right. But in this case, we, we syntax their fiction writing and we syntax, I syntax some of their fiction writing up into this point to where they were creating. Well, actually I didn't have to syntax that much, let's just say, because they had done something else. They had done it a little tricky, tricky trick thing, tricky, tricky thing. And I'll just give you a clue as to what it was. They were just kind of making things up. Okay. And we found it in the paperwork that they sent us. And if you're good at syntaxing, you're going to find that anyway. Okay. But, but when you work with, with, work next to the chief, he'll find it and he will, he'll find things that you never even thought were, were uh, like that they're playing a game. Okay. So we found that in the paperwork and it was several times we found it in there. And so we took that and he helped me when we wrote them back and, um, we, um, did a number of, of, ver of various things. And now you got to comprehend this time was, was it, the, the length of time between the mailings that I sent, which was a total of three, but the first mailing I sent 
um, I had, you know, you have to wait 10 days. I can't remember if it was 10 or 21 days, according to this particular case, but I waited, I sent my paperwork. I was just so nervous. And then after, you know, the 21 days or whatever they, they had before that they had mailed back, of course, they're on timelines too. So we corresponded back within the right timeline again on the second mailing and did our whole, um, did our whole performance again. And, um, I'm not going to go into the details of that because that is very, I can, I safeguard that technology. And I think, wow, this was just so cool. It was all on paper. You know, there was nothing more than just paper and trying to do things with the paperwork and with the court, um, with the clerk. And next thing you know, I have like, it was probably that had just sent in the second mailing and I had a dream. And this dream was vivid. And we all know that sometimes we have vivid dreams that, um, that just, we know where something has truly happened and other dreams where they just, you know, I'm just going off a nana land and who knows what's going on, but this one was clear. And what happened was the judge came out to the plaintiff or to, yeah, to the plaintiff and he's, which I call the, what chief calls the defendant. <laughs> um, so, uh, anyway, the plaintiff was talking to the judge. And the judge said, look, he's looking at the paperwork, my paperwork. And he said, look, you've got two options. The first option is we dismiss the case right now. The next option is you take it in and then we dismiss the case. You choose. <laughs> so at that time, I, I, it was something where I felt it deep in my heart that this had was already settled and they'd already had a conversation about it in the ethos. It was already a done deal. However, chief, on the other hand, had a really fun time getting um, me riled up thinking that I was going to have to go walk into that courtroom and take care of business. Cause you know, obviously I hadn't heard back on the third performance yet, the third mailing back from them, which would have had to have dismissed it. And so of course that time in between there, those days in between 21 days or whatever it was, I was, I was a mess, man. That was nerve wracking. I was like, Oh God, I don't know. You know, I don't know. I really don't want to do, I don't really don't want to go into a foreign uh, vessel and dry dock. That scares the bejesus out of me. And I know everybody's probably going to be pretty cool and everything, but I really just don't want to, I don't want to travel and all that stuff. Well, let Lo and behold, lo and hold, guess what came back in the mail? My dismissal from the court. The clerk dismissed the case. Isn't that fascinating? And the moral of this story is, and they also sent my uh, postal orders back too. Of course, they wouldn't accept those. But um, fact and fiction can never meet, okay? So when you come in and you present yourself as a fact and you are correct, they will try to do everything to not, um, you know, bring that to light. Unfortunately, they're not ready to stop and correct in that manner. Some are, and some will, and some shall do, and we shall see more of that as we move forward. But obviously, um, they never, that law firm, that million-dollar law firm, never expects some little girl to come in and smash them on three mailings, okay? So I will say that if anyone ever asked if I needed to have evidence or proof of that this technology works or not, I would say, yeah, it works. Okay. And go, go test it out for yourself. And I'm not saying go get involved in a court cases. Courts are shut in that manner. They're a racket. They're, they're a sham. Right. But that being said, um, there's, you know, they're trying to harvest you. They're going to do everything they can to trick you. Well, you know what? 
do everything you can to be correct. So that I wanted to share with you because that was a fun story. And I will always remember reminder that story um, because um, that was my first lesson in um, not only the chameleon of the courts, but I learned more in that one performance uh, and, and, and being able to get that case dismissed and following uh, being patient. I swear, uh, Chief is the most patient fan I know on this planet. And he's cool. He's smooth. He's calm. He's collected. And we could all learn from it. And um, sometimes it's it's annoying because some of us are a little bit more fiery. <laughs> we want things to happen a little faster. But um, that man, um, he's like a panther. Okay, he just waits and waits and waits, and then when it's ready, he'll pounce. So anyone who's giving him a hard time about not performing and not having done anything, they don't know what they're talking about. The performances come from ourselves. We've got to do it. We've got to take care of our own shit. Okay, so he's not here to be our salvage, salvation, or whatever. Yep. Those of you who keep typing in dang YouTube chat that Jesus is your savior, fine, great. That's keep stay on that because that's not what Chief is. That he is not here to save you period. So don't, we shouldn't be putting that pressure on him. Um, so it is up to us to, as sovereigns, that's, it's, it's, it's a different, we roll a little different and we take accountability. Um, we, we stand in correctness a little different from, from how it was. So we just got to keep that in mind. And, um, and, and that, that's really, that's just kind of my story. So <laughs> gratitude for the share, Rachel. Um, if you have any questions, feel free to type them in the chat for us. We'll be happy to answer them. Any queries for Rachel or any other questions on the menu or for Marcus or for myself? This is Colin Jessica hyphen Marie Colin Carney. Why don't you talk about syntax and sign up? Um, we had a question from Colin Carson hyphen Marsh Colin Branham. Gratitude of the query you were asking about how you can initiate successful sign up for the syntax learning from one of the syntax instructors. Um, and I let you know that you could try another syntax teacher since you hadn't heard from your query. I would email them until you get a response. That's one one of my methods. Or you could check out the syntax learning center and, and join there. I, I joined and I'm on my journey of learning syntax myself. So I recommend the syntax learning center as an option for you. All right. What other questions do we have today? Claimants and future claimants. Let's talk about the access pass and what that's for. Let's see here. The access pass is for those of you who have your claim of the life with colon Muriel hyphen made colon Biggs. And is it Gordon? I'm just trying to load the website. Gordon, uh, Gordon hyphen Michael Colin Schiller, or Mark um, Colin Mark hyphen Vincent Colin Markowski. So your claims are welcome in the venue, and there's an access pass. I posted a screenshot and a link for you to join, so you have access to step seven, and you can join um, along with the postmaster study groups and get access to the content in step seven. And um, there's a lot of great knowledge there. You get access to the study groups, um, which are on Telegram, and we do um, weekly live streams across um, across the world, Australia, Europe, Canada, um, 
east, west, and central time zones. And then you also get templates for your useries and contracts, how to navigate and begin, as Chief says in his welcome video, to begin to exit of the fiction in a neutral juxtaposition. <laughs> so you'll have, um, you'll be living in dual systems, like all of us. Let's see, what about any other questions in the chat here? Um, Rachel had a great thought of living in dual systems, and I can speak to that because um, I feel that every day. Um, knowing, you know, as my knowledge and quantum, I've been in the venue or learning of the venue since the end of 2020, got my claim of the life in March 2021. Um, I have always had a passion for the grammar. In fact, even being a Toastmasters was the grammarian, so I've loved it, but didn't know I was not correct. And now that I'm aware and I'm learn using the quantum more and learning to syntax, in my daily life, which is heavily involved in contracts and with lawyers and what I do. Um, it's a bit of a mind game a little for me <laughs> to take a break um, on that, but you know, learning how to be a neutral vessel, right? In my in day-to-day -day life, um, having that sense of, it really doesn't matter. I mean, I'm really kind of saying nothing all day in a way, you know, people don't know that necessarily, but it's, I don't really get uptight or hung up on things um, as much as I used to, especially because my job is a lot of pressure. Um, I have a revenue generating job for a particular company and I love it because I'm the front lines of the company and I, I like interacting with people um, and managing um, a client base. It's something that I love to do. I've always been a people person, but really I don't get hung up on the fiction. It's kind of fun to see legal attorneys getting um, twisted on adverbs like, you know, things like reasonably, that's a big one, um, you know, things that are reasonable. So it's just a, it's all about subjective interpretation. So um, I wonder if a lot of you can relate to that as you're kind of wakening up and seeing the truth and knowing um, the traps that are out there and especially the adverbs and how everything is subjectively interpreted, right? You and I have different interpretations of our language, how that impacts you. Um, so it's, it's fascinating, but it's when you have your claim of the life and you, you know, you kind of almost think of what next, right? And that's why you join, um, the postmaster study groups and you get into step seven and learn the mechanics because no one's going to do any of the work for you. And I think that's great because we can all work at our own pace. It's a challenge and you can easily let your claim of the life sit in a file or let it collect dust, or you can use it to the benefit of of yourself and begin to take control over your world. So over time, I've exited my usuries or I've created the juxtaposition for myself and have just um, been really grateful for that. You know, there hasn't been any other solution out there that I've seen um, that I'm aware of that is creating this new earth and in truth and correctness. So if you have any questions on that, let us know but the living in the dual systems is real and it's going to take time it's going to take time for us to bring in our family and friends we're not going to be able to bring everyone with us unfortunately sometimes um, our family and friends and people around us won't won't believe us or think that we're maybe a little crazy but hey we got to do what we have to do we stick to what's what's right um so that's how that's my story Oh yeah. Okay. We have a question about joining the Patreon. 
so the Patreon is another really great resource. So you don't need to have a claim of the life for the Patreon. I'll put the link in the chat. And it. Um, what can I do? Um, oh yeah, Catherine Market has your question. For. Okay. Yeah. When you're waiting to get your claim of the life, I highly recommend um, joining the Patreon. What is the Patreon? Think of it as a website where you can go and support people that you're um, want to patronize. And so there's a lot of people who have Patreon websites. Um, <laughs> not patronizing in that way, but patronizing with your pocketbook. <laughs> um, um, so if you could patronize um, the Postmaster General, Postmaster Hyphen General, Colin Russell Hyphen J. Colin Gould, uh, for a nominal fee. And um, let's see, we have about two years of content on there, I think. And what it was open to the public for questions. So it's general public, non claimants, and you'll get a lot of knowledge. He, Chief talks about everything from the venue to the Vatican to the Galactic to how to navigate in an embassy when you're traveling, how to travel. There's a lot of great content there, and I'll post the link for you guys. So get on the Patreon channel while you're waiting to get your claim of the life. Have some fun on Friday nights. Get off of Netflix and Hulu and all those sites. And get on the Patreon. Get off Facebook and get on the Patreon and and uh, really learn some cool stuff. Because I promise you, you'll take notes. You can listen a couple times and you'll be Googling and going down many rabbit holes. <laughs> Which is really fun for those of us who like to geek out on knowledge. <laughs> yeah, you can listen to Chief's videos and his um, Patreon calls more than once. For sure. Yeah, and the YouTube um, channel. I need to get that link here for you guys. So I'm going to type that in the chat. Here we go. But I just wanted to say, Colin Rachel hyphen Darrell and Prince, that I noticed uh, some people still on Facebook and still just, you know, I feel like some people are still on Facebook, you know, for the social aspect, but we have to comprehend what it's what's doing and the AI that's involved, the, uh, you know, the tracking, the, just the, uh, just who it supports, who it aids. It's not good. So, you know, if you're still on there, I mean, when you take the leap and get off, you, you will find other things in your life. And socially, I think that is something that I was concerned about, you know, but they had already changed all the algorithms rhythms anyway. I mean, I couldn't, I never knew what was going on when I was on there with friends, you know, cause they changed all those algorithms. It was like, they changed it and made it. So all the people I did want to stay in touch with were now just backdropped. And that was just at that point, I was like, well, I, I don't know why I'm, I'm doing this anymore. It's, and I don't want to aid those people. So those of you still on zoom, zoom is also, and WhatsApp, those are also Facebook uh Zucker turds you know platforms i realize we've got to choose some you know i'm trying you know i'm trying to get off amazon we don't use it nearly as much uh but i got off netflix you know i mean i i i just think we need to start uh in big swarms <laughs> getting off those things and i i appreciate telegram as much as it annoys all of us when we're trying to call each other and our calls get dropped or you got the echo i don't know if y'all have the echo but we got the echo <laughs> Echo, echo. I don't know who's listening, but hey, I mean, <laughs> there's that echo. <laughs> so uh, thanks for proving my point. No, Marcus. Uh, anyway, I, I, um, 
I just wanted to ask that, uh, make a plea, another plea, just get off those platforms if you can. I mean, we do the best we can, all of us, but uh, encourage your friends to get off those platforms as well and come join you on some of the others, Telegram or, you know, gosh, writing letters, maybe that'll come back in style sometimes. Think about the, from camp, we used to write letters to each other after camp. So I'd like to, yeah, just open it up to a few more questions before we wrap it up here. And um, and then we'll be on our little way. Mitch says, uh, I run my own business in construction. Can I pursue, as in Chase, clients and contractors who don't pay through the courts? Yeah, it's called, you, 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 it, uh, well, I don't want to get violent, but I mean, you can take a tennis racket or a baseball bat. <laughs> It's called duke it out, you know, like bros. I don't know. I mean, it seems like people are awfully soft nowadays. And the courts were just there to, uh, they were, the courts were like, yeah, nobody's going to want to duke it out anymore. So like men, so we're just going to put them in the court system and harvest them for everything they're worth and we'll take a cut. I don't know. It was like at a producer's table, like Hollywood directors. And they're like, yeah. And then, and then, anyway, it just annoys me. So I would say uh, if you become a claimant, Mitch, uh, what I would do is, um, you know, put your, you know, become a little bit more um, uh, investigative about who you're doing business with. If you get a bad feeling or you just don't, you know, you have a bad background with someone, maybe just look for people who are a little bit more like you. And then um, the way, like with my Airbnb uh contracts with my clients. I had 30 day contracts. I granted contracting is uh, for constructions a little bit uh, more, you know, higher price tag. Okay. But when we're talking about uh, houses and such, I had a deal with my clients, my, that on these houses, I said, look, it's 30 days. And the reason is because if you don't like me and I don't like you and we don't like working together, we're done. It's good. It's cool. I'm, uh, we all walk away. You walk away. No hard feelings. I don't need to, you know, get all emotional and do all this other jazz. We will, we'll take care of business like adults. We'll take care of business like good people and we'll be on our way. And obviously things happen. I get it. And we need to protect ourselves, but I would say that's the first step for running your own business and, um, doing, uh, um, you know, taking care of your business and taking care of who your contractors are and all that. However, I will say the court system, um, if you want to live in the fiction and you're a postmaster and you want to go back into the courts to try to get money from people, as I say, um, yeah, go, 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 go experiment and see how that works for you. We don't do that. Uh, postmasters don't do that because I mean, you know, you can, sure. But as I just said, that the courts are a closed system. They're a racketeering program. So it's like going to your local mafia and saying, can you handle my case? Can I give you, uh, you know, in the, the court says, uh, the mafia says to you, yeah, we can take the baseball bat, we can take the hammer, or we can put it through our little, you know, little trial system. Uh, we'll take this amount. You've got to get a lawyer. We're going to, you're going to play by our rules in the court and the judge, he may, uh, the mafia judge, he may, uh, he may choose in your favor or not. Do you want to take that chance? There you go. That's what you just signed up for. 
Yes. And then my next thing I was going to say to that is what a postmaster does. And what a postmaster does is what we learned at, especially at the last workshop, is we learn how to do a quantum contract. And a quantum contract is, again, like I said, you can do verbal contracts all you want. If you put something on paper, um, you know, the only reason we had to put things on paper anyway is because our word no longer became as good as our word, right? So we walked away from that and we said, we need something else. So let's put it on paper and then we can prove it. And then we can show that what you said was what you said or not. That being said, as postmasters, when we're doing contract between each other with postmaster to postmaster, uh, you know, we're, we're operating in the now space. So everything you're, you're putting on that paper is written in a now performance. So in other words, I'm going to do this or I'm doing this as opposed to I, and I was going to do that then, but I'm not going to do it now. And, or I was, you know, the, that was then I was going to, that I was going to charge you that much then, but it's now and time has gone by and now I need to charge you more for that. We're just talking about now space contracting, which if you can wrap your brain around it, it's pretty simple, but it's just about like, it's it, what you say then and what you might say in the future is always what it is now. So I owe you $10, you owe me $10. I did this, I, I'm doing this, uh, you know, task and that's what it is. Okay. There's no, um, there's no confusion in the language around that. It, it clears it up. It makes it very clear. That's what, that's all we're saying with quantum contracting. And it gives uh, a fair fighting chance for those of you that are getting super harvested with uh, your contracts with people like lawyers and others that just are making the jargon so, uh, you know, fictional that you don't even know what you're saying. I mean, have you read your gym contract? Have you read some of the contracts that you're getting out there? I've read contracts for the hotels. They don't say anything. They are absolutely ridiculous and one-sided and they, they literally could be interpreted 10, 20 different ways. And I'm just like, okay, well, yeah, I don't know who wrote that. You got some bad lawyers, you know, so bad insurance companies. So I don't, yeah, insurance documents. I mean, <clears throat> let's face it. Um, uh, you know, those people don't get it, <laughs> but when you're writing quantum contracts, we keep it simple. We keep it in the now space and we keep it correct and we keep it honest. And that's kind of what we're getting back to. I mean, isn't that what you guys want or no? I mean, you guys decide choose. Um, so can a post, uh, Brett asks, can a postmaster put a lien on a property to collect on a debt? So, I hate to say this, but it, as Chief says, it's martial law uh, times and anything really it goes at this point. So here's the thing. It's not like we have, um, as a postmaster, you're, you're, you're taught how to do things. And uh, once you have that technology and once you have that comprehension, you can certainly do what you know how to do. Okay. Now, if, if you think, let's just say you have a mortgage, someone has a mortgage and you're going to go and try to put a postmaster's lien, whatever that is, I don't even know what that would be, postmaster's lien on a house, good luck, good luck. Because I'll tell you what, if you think that you can go get in front of that mortgage company on a lien on someone's house, then go for it and, and, and good luck with that. But I say caution. And so you, you, that sounds like that person know what they're doing. Now, um, I don't see why you need to be a postmaster to put a mechanics lien on anything. I have a friend who's an electrician. He can put a mechanics lien on something. So that's, I don't think really that you're going to get the answer of your question. And that question got that answer. Does that make sense? Because it's like, 
you ask a better question and you're gonna get a different question. You ask a different question and you're gonna get a different answer. And so this question about being a postmaster putting a lien on something is kind of like saying, can a postmaster, um, you know, put um, put something through the mail? I'm just like, I mean, it's like if you know what you're doing, you can do what you do. But if you if you're asking the question, then I obviously I know you don't have the technology or the knowledge, right? Um, so it's kind of a giveaway. So, but that's okay. I mean, that's cool. I, I mean, personally, I wouldn't get messed up into all that stuff, but uh, I could see there are people out there who need to do certain things at certain times. Hey, if it's correct for you and you know how to do it, then um, God speed. All right. Some of these questions are a little loaded for me. I, I see, I just want to make sure we're being correct and we're not trying to do things. Cause right now when I see the questions start to go like, can I do this? Can I do that? And they're all about like, you know, they're all about doing things that aren't necessarily about being correct, but they're doing, but they're about doing things that, that go back into the fiction mindset and what the fiction people would do. Then I kind of get a little annoyed. So that's all. Um, golden nuggets. Thank you. Thank you, James. Colin James. Do you ever go back to a signature when you're solely dealing in the fiction, especially with fictional documents? Yes, I had to refine. I refinanced and I on a house and I had to sign and I was like, can I? And she's like, uh, uh. <laughs> can I use my autograph? Uh, uh. No. So it's got to match up for them. They're, um, title companies aren't going to play that game. And, and I mean, it's not to say that you can't do that, but I wasn't paying cash. I'm in usury. We have to comprehend when we're in usury, we got to do that. Now I will say when we, when we do our, our quantum claims on our license, on our passport, things like that, we can change the style of our autograph and we don't need to be signing those things. We become the postmaster on those, but we're still in usury. Does that mean you go and speed because you're a postmaster? No, you're in usury. And so, you know, we're, we're, we're cool. We can follow, we can follow uh, speed limits. There's no, there's nothing wrong with that. Some, I remember when I first saw chief drive, I was like, man, he drives slow. I was like, and I, I thought I drive slow, but like he drives the speed limit. I mean, there's no point in, I mean, if you want to, if you want to do something that's when you're in usury, I mean, the chief could speed if he wanted to. Oh, and he has Remember when, uh, oh gosh, did I tell you this story with the uh, Scott McKay was following him down to the, uh, in Den in, uh, no, in Arizona, they were driving and she says uh, to Scott, I'm going to speed today. I'm going to go fast today. Keep up. And he's speeding all of a sudden. And Scott, uh, Scott McKay, he's behind, he's uh, trailing behind him a little bit. And i um, pretty sure that was Scott and uh, she's cruising probably 90 or something. And uh, he had a, at the end, they, he got out and said, Scott said, Whoa, I just saw like all those, there was like two troopers get behind you. And they just like, peeled off and went in a different direction. <laughs> I thought that was a good story. It was funny. So, I mean, you know, when you're the boss man, you can do kind of what you want. Hey, and the now space is cool. Um, okay. So anything else claims your life no longer different. Uh, so, oh, the question was, do you ever go back to your signature? So yeah, sometimes you might need to. Um, I changed my autograph at my bank, my style of my autograph at my bank. Now they just think I'm a really important person. They just say, do you work for someone really important? I was like, well, you could say that. <laughs> All right. So is for the fellow postmaster with the Florida location. So Cole and Laura Lynn, 
hyphen hyphen Michelle, you would want to just if you have your claim of life, join the study group and study group East because that's East Coast, and they are there. They are there in Florida. I know they are. We have postmasters in Florida, and um, but you'll find some more on the East Coast there. So when you join that postmaster study group East. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any other questions here I'm missing? Sal El Salvador. Oh, hello, Roberto. I am here in El Salvador and like to move forward, I'm assuming, with this claim of the life. Oh, I have received my claim of life. Emergency law, so there are no rights. Hey, we don't really have any rights anyway. <laughs> we're just kind of all in usury with, I mean, we, the postmasters, we're looking to have our own rights here, right? Uh, but essentially, there are no rights. We're in martial law, so we're all in the same boat. It might just seem a little bit more drastic to you, so just stay, um, you know, stay positive. And, uh, but I comprehend that it might be harder in certain places because they've got that lockdown even, even harder and it, it, it's more apparent to you, more visible. So, um, you're going to, we are starting a Spanish group, uh, a postmaster Spanish group. So that'll be coming probably in the next few months. So just stay tuned for that as they get, they got to get everything kind of up to speed with all of that. All right, let's see one, a couple more questions. Then we're done. I think we're good. Hello from Israel. Hello. Hello. And welcome, welcome for the greetings, as we say. And then let's see here. All right. Well, um, why don't you guys shoot out a uh, uh, emoji to wrap up our call? We are finished here. We're over our hour. And we will um, just see you next month, September. And we're just so uh, grateful that you guys show up and um, are here with us now. So um, gratitude. And I'll give it to Jess to close it out. One sec. All right. With the gratitude, Colin Rachel, Hype, and Dara, Colin Prince. It's been a pleasure being here with you in Denver and with all of you here on the live stream. Stay tuned for updates after the workshop and for September's topic. We do these live streams the last Tuesday of every month and invite your friends, tell your colleagues and friends and family to join if they have questions on the venue. Maybe we'll have a surprise audio or video message from the chief over the weekend. Um, all right, everyone, with the gratitude and the love, Good evening. Marcus, you want to say farewell? Farewell, everyone. Be blessed. Stay safe. Safe travels. Till next time. Bye for now.